No Content is a podcast hosted by Pixel and Kubo that brings you through the inner ramblings of whatever they want to talk about for roughly an hour. If you'd like to follow Pixel, you can check them out on Twitch at Pixel underscore Pusher 101 or on Twitter at Pixel Pusher 101. You can also follow Kubo at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo, instagram.com slash Ryan Kubo, and youtube.com slash Shigeos, S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, if you want to see VODs of any of the episodes. If you guys are not on audio or on a different type of audio, remember that we are on all audio platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. If you guys want to ever email us, you can email us at nocontentpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your insight onto the podcast, questions, or just fan mail of critiques or criticisms. You can also use the Fortnite creator code, Ryan Kubo in all caps, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, when you check out for any game on the Epic Creator Store, whether that be a game or through a microtransaction to help support this podcast. Also, check your show notes below or the description below, depending on where you're watching or listening to this podcast, to check out other podcasts that Kubo hosts as well. We hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to No Content. That's Pixel. I'm Ryan. Uh, how's it going, Pixel? Yeah, it's going pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Um, I'm I'm just chilling, man. We had some technical issues happen earlier. That was really weird, but I think we figured it out, and I think it worked out for the better. Hopefully, I don't know. I think my computer is slowly dying, man. I need to get a new computer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're having trouble almost on a regular basis at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's really, it's actually really, really annoying. But I'm just too lazy and don't want to spend the money to get a new computer right now if I don't really need to. That's kind of how I am in life in general is like if I don't need to. Like, look at this. I actually lost enough weight to wear a jacket that I haven't worn since uh, I was probably a senior in high school or something like that. Nice. And so, like, I was like, why why buy a new jacket when old jacket fits good? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you know, just, like, right? And rock, like, and rock this, you know? And it's not like I'm going to yeah. be wearing this out very much anyway. It's just going to be for, like, in my car and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, yeah, just, like, one of those type of things. So, like, I just don't like spending money. But I probably should, especially since my... Uh, OBS crashes all the time now when I'm playing games. Well, not all the time when I'm playing games, but quite often it crashes when I'm playing games. But, yeah, I think uh, I think it's worth like looking for some sort of upgrade. Yeah, probably. I don't know though. Like I heard Raj Patel is on a computer that's like eight years old, and oh, he's still using like uh, his first ever like blue Yeti microphone, and <laughs> uh, his like camera's like kind of scuffed or whatever like the autofocus or something in the can his c920 is broken and it's like an eight-year-old setup or something like that and he's never awesome. upgraded it so that's why he's never run cam yeah well i think he is like for a little bit at the beginning but it like looks really blurry like it looks bad like it looks like not even 720p <laughs> it's really funny though but i'm like eh, i guess that works i mean really all he's if you think about it all he's really doing is like obs and then like a skype call or like a Discord right. call or something like that. So I guess it's not like too complicated to where you probably need bad. some type of like streaming, crazy streaming setup, you know? Yeah, I but... think you can get by on like an eight-year-old computer. If you're not playing video games on it at the same time you're streaming, I think I think you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on like crazy video games, like computer setups? Like, have you ever been a person that does like crazy computer setups? Or like, are you always like a tick down from like what mm -hmm. the best is? Or like, because I don't even know what I would get if I upgraded my computer. You know yeah, I mean? I'm I'm never like the kind of person that goes for like the top of the line stuff because like after a certain point, you just don't get any kind of benefit from it. Right. Like you get a tiny bit of future proofing, but like eventually, like two three years down the line, it gets outdated anyway. Right. So like I always go for like the middle of the road. It's enough. Mm -hmm. It's it. Video games fine. Right. It streams fine if I need to. Well, only with my recent upgrade, but right. Um. I, I really don't think there's that much value in going like top of the line, getting like a crazy 2080 Ti or something like that. Right. I mean, there, like, there. do I just go like a 1080 Ti? Is that fine? Or like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what's, I, what's good honestly, around nowadays. You know what I mean? It's probably fine. I mean, depending on the games that you play. Um, so like, what do you normally stream? You stream Hearthstone and just like console games now. I don't even know what I stream anymore, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it should be. So, I just want something that's like a a step or two down below whatever the top of the line thing is. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think honestly, you don't even need a graphics card upgrade. Yeah, I think the main not. issue your computer is having is motherboard, CPU, and memory. Yeah, that would probably make sense. 
So, I mean, I probably need to upgrade it there or whatever. I think my RAM definitely needs to get upgraded a little bit. Yeah, like, I think like sure. 16, 16 gigs is probably like a safe bet. Well, like, I'm on really... 16 gigs right now, but it's very slow. Really? Like, I forgot what the cycling is of it or whatever, but it's like really bad. So, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Are parts down yet? Because like they were super expensive because of Bitcoin. Is it down yet? I think so. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, um, I picked up an SSD for pretty cheap. Like, okay. that was pretty cheap. But, I mean, so, CPUs were, like, and motherboards were really expensive for a while because of, like, Bitcoin mining and stuff like that. Have they gone down to, like, better? Yes. Well, graphics cards were really, really high for a while, but now it's pretty decent. Is it? Um, yeah, so I think you're fine there. I think um, you can pick up... Um, even like a generation old parts for pretty pretty decent prices. Why don't I just buy like a pre-built PC? <laughs> <laughs> this, this, you could do this that if you wanted is, to. This place is selling a Risen Seven with a uh, twenty seventy with uh, an MSI Tomahawk uh, motherboard, mm -hmm. uh, sixteen gigs of RAM, an AMD Wrath Prism CPU core, and a one terabyte hard drive. Or fifteen hundred bucks. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. That is a lot of money. That actually is a lot because yeah, I think I, the parts. I, I never actually have like bought like a pre-built PC. I was just saying. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I, I think the parts. If you if you took those parts and bought them separately, I think it would probably be about like eight hundred to nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's just like trying to take advantage of people who like don't understand how like gaming works uh in the set or like gaming pcs work you know what i mean yeah yeah like i'm not i'm not at all like surprised or whatever they got to make a profit somehow right right yeah for sure but that's actually so crazy or whatever <laughs> what does 3400 dollars get you i get you a lot of good stuff it you gets can you probably a 2080 ti yeah well yeah. you got you can probably get two of them if you really want two of them an i9 processor I9s DDR are totally overkill. They're DDR like a thousand dollars. Yeah, I think they're like really it's so like overkill. yeah, it's really overkill right now. What's like the standard still i7? I7 is like your workhorse. I think you can get away with an i5 if all you do is gaming. But if you like stream and game at the same time, I think an i7 makes sense. Yeah, and then i3s are phasing out right now, right? I3s are kind of like your budget stuff. I don't even know if they're still like doing them. I mean, I'm, they I'm might more do like them for like. Uh... PCs at like work like offices, you know what I Probably. mean? Probably, yeah. Like a basic i3 I'm computer an, or something. AMD camp. Oh, you're AMD. I am too. I've never actually had an NVIDIA card. Oh, ri really? Yeah. Wait, you always have an ATI card? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, always. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was just because like a bunch of my friends were doing it. So then I was like, okay, like you guys know best, I guess. Right. And I just kind of followed <laughs> that trend or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like when I first started building or whatever, I was just like, oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I, don't know. I had an ATI card like 10 years ago and the thing corrupted on me. Like I, I started getting all these sorts of graphics issues, really? uh, okay. artifacts and stuff like that. Huh. And I was like, nope, I'm just going back to NVIDIA. Really? And I've wow. been NVIDIA ever since. So you really think the price, the extra price boost justifies it? For NVIDIA? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's a, like a huge difference in price. It's so, like 20%, isn't it? I thought last time I checked. 15 to 20%. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't really checked like a ATI or AMD ATI uh, prices recently. Mm -hmm. So I've always been just like NVIDIA. I've never really even looked at their prices. No, um, so I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna stick with it. It doesn't really bug me too much. Right, right. Um, no, for sure. But like for processors, like they're that's uh that's the big difference. Like going from eight uh going from Intel to AMD. Mm, that's fair. So you wait use Intel processors? You said too. I used to. Oh, you used yeah. to. Why don't you use them anymore? Uh, it's price difference, price per and performance. Okay, so you like AMD for that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. I think I have an I have an AMD processor. I forgot what I have. Uh, in mind. I haven't <laughs> looked at my specs in a while, and I'm not going to do it right now. Um, oh, and other news: if you guys haven't already, you guys should definitely check out our mini cast where we talked about Valentine's Day. Uh, that was a pretty scuffed episode. We kind of did it like on the fly <laughs> or whatever. But I I got I got a lot of good feedback about it, and people thought it was pretty funny and stuff like that. So shout out to those people, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I guess 
my Valentine's Day, I ended up just going to a friend's house. They actually uh, got a puppy for Valentine's Day, a husky puppy. So that was pretty cool. So I got to play with the husky puppy and we had fondue, which is pretty cool. It was like my second. It was like if you guys watched the previous Valentine's Day episode, it's kind of funny. Uh, or listen to the previous Valentine's Day podcast episode, you'll know why it's funny that we had fondue. It was like totally coincidental too. And mm-hmm. uh, had fondue. It was really good. Um, it was like this cheese with like this white wine in it. It was pretty good. Hmm. And uh, they had like steak, duck meat, duck. It was steak, duck. Um, I think there was a little bit of venison in there. I'm not sure. And then just like bread and uh, a bunch of other veggies too. It was really good. Um, cool. And then I've we ended. And, oh, okay. And then we uh, and then we ended up having, or then we ended up watching Parasite because they had never seen it. Like the people at the the event had never seen it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, it's a bad. I don't. Dude, <laughs> you were about to say it was a bad it, movie. It's a bad movie. I don't. I, I. It's a bad movie in the sense that I still don't understand why people are hyping this movie up like so much and why the Academy cares about it so much. Does that make sense? Uh oh. I think we lost. Oh, no, we're good. Wait, oh, what? My internet cut out for a sec. Um, oh, no. We didn't hear what you said for like the last five. I don't know if you heard what I said for the last five seconds, but I'll repeat it again. The movie is subpar. I don't understand how it got picture of the year. I don't understand how all these people on Twitter and Facebook are like tweeting out all this stuff about how it's like such a crazy movie or whatever. I just find mm-hmm. the movie just totally disappointing. Uh, watching it a second time, like going into it a second time, knowing it had won these awards, understanding the movie concepts a bit more uh, better as well i still found it disappointing and they yeah. actually i so, i did not tell them anything about the movie and everyone in the room also felt it was disappointing that's kind of interesting that the entire group found it disappointing so i actually watched it a second time on the same day that you watched it okay so with um, people i was watching it i was watching it with people yeah okay and the general consensus was that we had, we actually liked it okay what did you guys like about it okay so that's what i'm trying to understand yeah it's it's a movie that is um, it does a lot of different things and it tries to make uh, a movie out of separate genres. So you notice that the movie actually goes from a sort of comedy to like a suspense movie, right? Yeah, part way through and then it turns into something else. It's it's almost like a bunch of different genres coming together, but it's done in a way where it's actually kind of seamless. Um, okay. So I think. A lot of what people like about this movie is that it's technically very well done. And so if you look at the individual shots, they're very, very well composed. There's a lot of little, like, tiny things inside of it that make it feel more like there was care put into each shot. Okay. Um, so each individual shot, like, just it, it, cinematography is, is beautiful. Um, and I think a lot of people kind of resonate with that soul that whole idea of um the the wealth disparity um and just like how everything um goes back to that and just like wow these people like are really living a different world completely every little tiny detail is in there it's not just like what they say but it's also what they don't say or what they don't have to deal with like I'm thinking back of that flood scene when there was rain coming down and all the uh, people. Who yeah, were, so that's uh, like the only class. time that I like really saw like okay, that makes sense. Like that was the only time I really saw that in my opinion. Um, yeah, like, really, just out there for me. Yeah, like I totally get that. Like they were yeah. all dispersed, and then the rich people were just complaining because they had like, uh, you know, they had uh, uh, their like camping trip got rained out. Right. You yeah, exactly. I mean? And then it's like there's like all these little things that that like pile on to that idea where like the mm-hmm. lower class is literally like living on a lower elevation than the rich people. Right. Like you have to like go downstairs and go through like these alleyway alleyways and it's it, they live in a basement. Right. And so like all of these little things just kind of like it 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 brings back that idea that they are poor and then you know that there's this wealth disparity everything always relates back to that so they they try to craft the entire situation the story the characters to you know always come back to that idea right like i get that but 
it's just like I don't feel like that's like a unique like I don't feel like that's a unique idea. Like I've read that idea in like books and other movies and stuff in my life. Like, you know, the rich people are like literally will be on like top of hills or mansions or even if we talk about society nowadays. Right. A lot of people like we live in California, like a lot of the really nice houses are like literally in like places called Beverly Hills, like literally on hills. Right. And the poor people are like down in like the. I don't know, down in the trenches, I guess, or not on the hill or something like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just, it was real. That's really interesting that a lot of people and that you watched with liked it because everyone around me basically said the same thing that you said, but the exact opposite. <laughs> they felt that it did. They didn't understand why it mixed so many genres together and did it so crappy, which, in my opinion, I kind of, I tend to agree with. Like, it, just kind of like in our opinion like watching it it just kind of felt like it half-assed like all these type of genres with no real like payoff if that makes sense you know what i mean so like one of the things that like going into it was like they had heard that there was like a big plot twist like a huge twist that was like really crazy right and apparently Mm -hmm. like people had been blogging about this twist and stuff like that and then the twist is not really anything that's like that crazy you know what I mean? It's something that you can kind of see coming or whatever. And uh, with, like, the whole, like, I guess the twist being that, like, oh, you know, the maid is actually husband, the lone shark, you know, in the living in the basement as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only thing they would, they, I, I would agree with you on is the cinematography was nice. Um, I really liked it. And, and I think that's great. I think that he's really good at that. I think Snowpiercer was really good as well in that type of sense or whatever. But I still mm-hmm. just felt like the story was just like the story in 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 and of itself is just like it was just such a for how intense the movie got and how much anxiety it can give people and how much stress it gave like the group of friends <laughs> who were watching it the payoff was just awful <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> and I just didn't find it like I still don't under like it's a good movie don't get me wrong it's a good movie but I don't understand like why people are hyping it up um, mm-hmm. as big as of a movie as it is like it's a movie of the generation like blah 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 but then i felt that here's the thing i felt the same way with us and mm-hmm. get out by jordan peele i thought they were good movies but did i think they were like these crazy like critically acclaimed like masterpieces you know what i mean like no but mm-hmm. i thought it was like a solid like eight out of ten movie you know what i mean but it just yeah. i don't know it's maybe it's just not my type of movie I don't know. I feel like a lot of times, a lot of people just feel very, um, their expectations are very, very high when they watch a movie because Mm. almost everything has been done to death and there's very Mm. few new ideas out there. And so when something is slightly out of like the mold, they break the mold slightly, people like really, really latch onto that. So like with Parasite, I think that there is so much in it that's kind of unique, I'd say. I, and I yeah. think that's that's worth mentioning. Right. I, I feel like. So here's the thing. I've watched a lot of foreign films and a lot of like Korean films. You know what I mean? So for me, I just felt like there was like it was a good movie. It was a song, solid Korean movie. But maybe if people this was like their first time watching like a Korean film or something like that, like maybe their perspectives changed on it. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. very surprising that it won so many awards to me because I remember watching it on a whim with some friends who were like, oh, this movie Parasite came out. Like, we should watch it. It's like a Korean film. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I hadn't heard nothing about it. I went into it. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good movie. <laughs> and I thought nothing of it afterwards. Like, I wasn't talking to it about friends or analyzing with friends. It was like, oh, yeah, that was a cool movie. Like, oh, yeah, cool. Anyway, talk mm-hmm. to you guys later. And then fast forward to present day, it's like best picture, like all yeah. these things. And I'm just like, wait, that movie? Like, that movie won. <laughs> um, and it might be also that, like, some of the stuff with the translation, like, stuff stuff was lost in the translations and stuff like that. Like, I've had to read up on a bunch of stuff after the movie came out to kind of understand, like, what is going on and stuff like that. Because I didn't really understand, like, certain, like, characteristics of the movie. So, for example, mm-hmm. like... Um, one of the things I had to read up on and after it was, like, explained, it was like, oh, that makes so much more sense was, like, The Rock. Right. Like his friend comes and like drops off like this rock or whatever that like his grandpa mm-hmm. tells him to give give them or whatever. And it's supposed to be like the symbolic piece. And I thought there would be like something cool with like this rock that had to do with this rock or whatever through this whole film. So I was kind of like focusing my attention on this rock <laughs> this whole uh-huh. time. And then nothing really happens. I mean, it's symbolic that like the guy takes the rock and like kills 
or like beats up the main character with it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Near the end of the film and stuff like that. Like I get the symbolism there, obviously. But then I was like, oh. And then I like read about it and like read about like what that rock meant and like what the director was like. Oh, this is the type of gift that people give these type of people. And you know, and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, there was a quick mention about that in the beginning. I think that was like it was a gift to like uh, be like a wish of prosperity or something. Yeah, like, like a that. wish of prosperity or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that. And I was like, okay, this rock's gonna be like important. Like maybe it has magical power. Nope. <laughs> like it just <laughs> nope. It's just a rock. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, or or just things like I didn't under like the loan shark thing. Like how we got into that situation. It was like they kind of passed by it, but apparently that was like a big thing in Korea and like other Asian countries where people were taking out loans for like these bakery type of things and actually kind of caused like a lot of people, like a lot of poor people to kind of get like scammed and hmm. stuff like that with these like, uh, you know, bakery type of things or whatever. So like a lot of people could probably relate to that. And I didn't, mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh, I just thought that was like fluff. Like, Oh, they had to make up some excuse. Yeah. He got in debt because of a bakery, but apparently right. there was kind of like an epidemic. Uh, I didn't know this in Korea and in Thailand or Taiwan where people were taking out loans because they were seeing like the success of like Western themed bakeries, like 85 degrees mm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they were taking out loans from like the mafia and loan sharks. And then they, it kind of like this little economic bubble of these like type of like baked good places, the economic bubble kind of burst. And a lot of these families like uh, went from like maybe like middle class or like, uh, you know, a little bit above middle class, you know, a little bit into middle class, but still in mm -hmm. poverty and then just totally ruined their lives. And like that was like a pretty big cultural thing that happened in Asia, like mm -hmm. in the last like three years, maybe. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. So I think also some things were lost in translation for me as well. But I mean, do I think the movie is like a bad movie? Like not at all. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. And I totally agree with the points that you're making. And I do think the movie's like an 8 out of 10. I just am very confused how it got all these awards still. <laughs> um, but yeah. Also, side yeah. note, why is it never mentioned how creepy it is that the main character dude is like hitting on this like 16-year-old girl? Like none of the reviews I've seen about talk about that. Like, isn't she like a sophomore in high school? And then he's like supposed to be like supposed to be, right? His character is supposed to be like graduating from uni like above university graduation age or close to that right like maybe 20 um, 21 22 i don't i don't know about the that character's exact age i think he, just he's like weird yeah i'm not really sure i i'm not really sure what his age is but yeah there's like a little bit of a weirdness going on over there with the whole like yeah, she's supposed to be like going into college, I think, or trying to like. No, she's like a sophomore in high school. She's like in her. She says she's in her second year of high school, or whatever. Huh. Like in the film, like I remember this, and like some of the people I was with were like, "Oh, okay, that's weird." And then like she does the heartbeat thing or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, that's kind of awkward." Like, oh, it's just like puppy love, you know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh, and then it's like, oh, whoa, okay, they're doing stuff. Like that was, weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand like why that was like why that was in the film, or even like why people aren't. Like talking about how that's weird like maybe that's normal in their culture or whatever but it still was like a really weird thing to put in the film it, it would be weird to us i don't know like if um it all depends on that guy's age i have absolutely no idea what how old that guy is or like how well, how old the, he's in the, be. in the film like in the film like his friend is going off to get his like master's degree in like another university right so then mm -hmm. he says, like, I'm going to replace like he's like, all right, I already told you, like, I'm I already told them that I'm replacing them with someone my age. So we could assume he's like already got his bachelor's degree. So let's assume he's like 21 or 22, or so, let's say or whatever. And even then, it's like kind of weird because he's like 16 or whatever. Like, it's not mm -hmm. like this, like a 16 year old and 18 year old. It's like a 16 year old and like a at least 20 year old. <laughs> it's still weird. It even is. though it's only four yeah. years still, that's yeah. still weird in the context of like that type of stuff like i don't know it was just a it's just a weird type of thing that, you know like, there's also one other thing that that's also kind of weird uh -huh. is that the friend that's leaving he makes the point that he's going to come back and hit on that girl when he comes back yeah so, yeah 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 so he wants um the poor friend to just basically keep her like you know reigned safe. you know reigned in safe and yeah, you know yeah yeah like he doesn't find her a for or whatever yeah exactly yeah so it was just groom her until his eventual return yeah i thought that was weird too and then it also made put into the question like did she pull this on the other tutor dude <laughs> you know what i mean because like she was like it was like the first tutoring session you know what i mean and he's like yeah. kind of hitting on her like super hard with like oh your heartbeat doesn't lie or like type mm -hmm. of stuff um 
So that was like kind of uh, that was kind of weird or whatever. I, I did feel the one complaint that I had, which I kind of get whenever I watch movies nowadays because I feel like movies are too rushed. But that's because of we've talked about this before, um, you know, Netflix and all these on demand services kind of ruining movies for us or whatever. But mm-hmm. I did feel like the transition, in my opinion, from like the rich family, like like I wish that it had a better build up in my opinion i don't know why but like it was like i you know like it's just weird to me that like for i'll I'll take for example like the driver right like the dad's driving like the rich guy right around and they have like this Uh pretty nice conversation it's like very very pleasant he's like oh you know i like you like you know you you you're really good at your one craft you stick with your one craft like all the time like etc 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 and there's kind of like this mutual respect for each other where it's like oh yeah thanks man like really appreciate it you know what i mean even though they're mm-hmm. at like different society levels and then all of a sudden i feel like not too long later the guy's like talking smack about the driver and being like oh he smells <laughs> you know what i mean like he's actually not a good driver he looks he looks at me too much like i'm concerned about my safety you know what i mean like and it just felt like I, maybe that's the point, right? Because it's like, I think it is. I think, they, I think that's the point, but I wish that, that it was more of like subtly built up instead of just this like screeching, like all of a sudden, like, boom, we clearly have who like the douchebags are, even though both sides are douchebags to be fair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it's a good film. I'm just very surprised that like, it, it feels like one of those films where like it, it has a lot of depth to it or whatever, but I feel like sometimes people are looking into it probably way more than they should and way more mm-hmm. in-depth than maybe the director even thought that people would look into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I felt the same with, like, Get Out and Us, which I don't know if you've seen, like, either of those films. I, I've seen them both. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts on those two films are, but, I mean, I didn't care. I thought they were good films, but I thought it was kind of ridiculous that there was actually, like, petitions and outcries because they didn't get like best picture nomination. I kind of feel like it's they're they're good movies. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like I haven't been like seriously wowed by a movie in a very very long time. Mm-hmm. And maybe I am just like very very um jaded or something like that mm-hmm. because I think the last movie that really wowed me was probably like Return of the King. Return of the King. Like, oh, Return of the King, really? I really liked it. I what about Two Towers? Two Towers wowed me. Two Return, Towers was good. Return Two of the Towers Kings disappointed good. me because of all the CG. Like it looked really bad at some parts. Yeah, like it when he's climbing up the well. elephant and stuff like that, and like there's a couple other parts That's where it just looked CG. really bad. You know what I mean? Like it looked like because I don't know, but yeah, two, I, I get what you mean though. Two Towers for me though. Yeah, so it was it's like, like wow, yeah. They're they're good movies, and I I can't remember a recent movie that really stuck out to me and just made me sit back and just go like, wow, that was that was incredible, mm-hmm. that was like mind blowing, and that was just absolutely amazing. And I I don't know if like that's what you need for an Academy Award. You right, know, sometimes right. like when you have a meal and it's like you sit back and you're like, oh wow, that was great, but then you know sometimes you you have this meal that's like. It's thoughtful, it's well presented, it's different in a way, it's crafted in like this incredibly artistic way that you just it, it's it's like intellectually stimulating rather than like stimulating for like your mm. your stomach. Right, and that's yeah. kind of like how I feel like with a lot of movies. Right. There's movies that can, you know, satisfy you and make you feel like um your your heart is racing, it makes your emotions well up. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's the movies that are really, really like super thought provoking. And I feel like those are the kinds of movies that they really, really aim for, like in the Academy Awards. It's the ones that yeah. are like just kind of like the, the, the really like five head type movies that are, you know, Maybe, yeah. um, like different in a way that are kind of edgy. Um, it's satirical. not even like it's not even in my opinion, it's not even five head or edgy because I like those type of movies. I like movies that can cause a discussion to happen after after the movie's done example the probably the last movie that actually wowed me was probably recently was inception i think mm-hmm. that movie was like wow like cinematography wise like the conceptual idea the story was good like everything was good right for me for me like a movie can't do it if it's just like good film shots cool like scene like a cool scene here or there 
Um, and the whole movie has to be good for me. Like, I don't like it when people are like, oh, sure. but that one scene in this one movie, right? Um, I, I need to have, like, the cinematography on point. I need to have the act. The story really saw it's like Inception for me. But I feel like the Academy just, like, chooses, like, I would say pieces that are more, I would say, artistic. I don't even know if I would say, like, you know, five head. <laughs> like, literally just, like, artistic pieces. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I I usually watch whatever, the like, just out of curiosity, I'll watch on Netflix or wherever, like, whatever gets best picture. Just out of curiosity. And every time, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the trend with the Academy is, like, this is a very artistic piece. Like, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. enjoy the story or anything like that. It's mostly like, sure. oh, I get it. This is artistic. You know what I mean? Like cinematography shots or because of this scene or something like that. Like, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I mean, overall, I think the last movie that wowed me was Inception for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really good movie, too. Yeah. And I can't wait for the new movie, too. Mm, Yeah. So uh, that will that will be really good. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. What did you think about the ending to Parasite, though? Because I think there was a little bit of open endedness to it. I think it's a fi- I think it's a fitting I think it's a fitting ending ending fitting ending for the movie. Um, I think that you know I think that so here's my opinion. Um, you know even though like you mentioned before, people are saying like oh it's it's very open ended like maybe he'll get the money maybe he won't or something like that which I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think that it's going to happen because um, just kind of uh, I think like the one cinematography thing that i noticed with the ending of Par- with parasite in general is the back in watching a second time is what is the background of the basement house that they live in right mm-hmm. um when the movie first starts off the basement is you know they're not fully underground there's still some sunlight shining through and as the movie slowly progresses or whatever the lighting of their basement gets darker and darker and darker with every scene Um, And I think that's supposed to symbolize probably their descent into the basement or just into like kind of like into that shallow grave, right? That you may not be able to ever dig out of. And the last final shot is a scene uh, is a scene of it's snowing. There's no more light. It's barren, dark. Uh, The last scene is, you know, when it's like he says the dream, he's like imagining it and then it cuts to reality of what's going on. Um, But it's like it's pitch black outside. There's snow on the ground. It's starting to cover up the window, too, as well, which means that there will be no more visible light. And then it kind of just panders to this kid, and he sighs, and it ends. Um, mm-hmm. an- another thing, and I don't, I'm going to say it, but it, it might be a little spoilery to you, Pixel, but I guess the ending... Did you listen to the ending credit song? Uh, no. So uh, I was reading an article about this later that my friend sent me, or one of my friends sent me yesterday. But I guess the ending credit song was actually written and sang by the lead guy. Oh, um, huh. And it's a song talking about how, like, we'll get... It's kind of like a song that's like, um, you know, I'll mend my wrongs, we'll get there someday. But apparently the song is titled 357 Years. And that's how many years it would take him to earn enough money with his education and with his work, like, with how much he's making currently at his work to purchase mm-hmm. that house. Wow. It would take 357 years. Mm. And so it's kind of, and but they didn't, uh, so that's, I guess, the title of the song is called. It's called 357 Years. So it basically is like the director was basically saying that, like, now that's at his current state. Now, knowing mm. the character at that time, yeah, sure, anything could happen. Maybe tomorrow he gets super motivated and finally attends university and, you know, goes to college and makes a lot of money and becomes successful. But at the current state right. of how the character is, we can assume that he's not going to do it. So then it's kind of this thing where it's like, he'll never end up amounting to that money. He'll never free his dad. Um, it would take more than like a few generations for that to happen. That's what at least the director said. And that's like straight from the director's mm-hmm. mouth. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah I think, um, I think the, I think the basement scenes kind of solidify it being that it's not going to happen. Like even taking out that song, you know, I, yeah, I think so too. I think, um, yeah, there was a moment where the dad was talking about planning for your life and how plans always fall apart. Yeah, and you just don't plan or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, I think that that's like you know why they became like who they are in the first place is that they didn't plan. So, but right. like, I think that's like um, kind of adds to that too because mm. um, he's mentioning to to 
uh, his son that, like, you know, you just can't plan for that. Like, plans will just always fail, so you just don't try. You should never try. Right, and, you yeah. Know, if you never try, of course, you're never going to succeed. Yeah, and like, so you just I don't, think, yeah. You can't win or lose if you never play the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so I think that kind of adds to the thought that, you know, they will never get him out. Right. Like, unless, like, something, like, rap, like, changes within the care within the character himself or whatever and he gets motivated to do so or whatever i think it's very it's pretty much saying like it's very easy for him to fall back into the same patterns of his dad you know what i mean unfortunately mm -hmm. but i mean that was you know yeah um side note or whatever the the movie i'm looking forward to is tenant oh yeah tenant yeah, yeah that's the movie with christopher that. nolan with john uh, john david washington and I don't know how this is going to go, but I trust Christopher mm -hmm. Nolan. Robert Patterson, Pat, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is going to be starring in it as well. Isn't he the guy from he's the Twilight? Tw he's the Twilight actor, the main guy, Edward. Oh, wow. Okay. He, he is the main dude. So <laughs> I don't know. I trust Christopher Nolan because Christopher Nolan has taken some characters that people have or taken some actors that people thought were like really bad actors and not very good actors and have made them like really cool so i trust mm -hmm. them you know what i mean my prime examples of this uh uh emma page the juno chick right is that her name ellen page ellen page sorry ellen page that chick oh she got a lot of flack for being an inceptions trailer and she did a phenomenal job and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, too. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt was always that derpy kid on Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Inception came, and it was like a semi-serious role. You know what I mean? And he, like, broke out. So I'm, I trust uh, I trust Christopher Nolan All to right. be able to direct okay. Robert, Robert Pattinson, right? I think yeah, I can pull he it off. I trust Christopher Nolan. I mean, I, he hasn't failed. I mean, okay. I mean, Memento. Insomnia. Batman Begins. The Prestige. The Dark Knight, Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Dunkirk, and now Tenet. I mean, those were all phenomenal movies. Phenomenal movies. This makes me kind of worried because, like, now that the pressure's on, like, he can't, he can't, you know, screw up that track record. Dude, this is a, such a good, really good track record. Dude, it looks like a pretty good movie, like, already. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, even from, like, the little teaser trailer. Like, I'm pretty excited. July 17th can't come soon enough, dude. I have it in my calendar. Yeah, it's it's gonna be weird. Like the whole time distortion thing. It's like it's gonna really gonna screw with what it, with the way you watch this movie. Like yeah, you're probably gonna not, never understand like what things happen in a certain sequence. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, when we're watching a movie, we have to understand that things follow each other, and things right. in this movie do not correctly follow each other in the right, right order. So, and so it's gonna really mess with you. Yeah. So, like, here's the thing. This is why I think Tenet is gonna be super hype, right? So. You've seen Memento, right? I actually haven't. Oh my gosh, you haven't. Okay, uh, okay, never mind. You need to watch <laughs> Memento. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, you're gonna watch Memento. Um, anyway, after the filming of Memento, which was in 2000, okay, Christopher Nolan started writing um, a pitch for a movie that was gonna talk about the dream space, like a dream world, right? And he started mm -hmm. writing it in between other movies. And finally, it took him eight years and he had written the script for Inception. So like he actually went to like dream therapy places and like talked to a bunch of people about like dream stuff and all this type of stuff or whatever. And it took mm -hmm. him like 10 years to like, like almost 10 years to like get this script down and stuff like that. And like the concepts of like a dream within a dream and time and like all this type of like crazy stuff, right? Uh, mm -hmm. and like it just weird stuff like that. It took him like 10 years. So then after inception, he was like, I want to write a movie about time. And that once again, took him eight years to write, which brought us to 2018 when they started, started the like early process of tenant mm -hmm. and now it's going to come out. So I have, I have like very, I, I trust her for Christopher Nolan. Because these like these movies that he's like, it's almost like he's like, oh yeah, I still gotta make movies in between like Inception and Memento and like Tenet, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But these are like his babies, you know what I mean? And the movies that yeah. he made in between, like in between Memento, he made Batman Begins, Prestige, Dark Knight. In between 
Inception to Tenet, he made Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, and Dunkirk. So, and those which are phenomenal movies in my opinion. You know what I mean? But these are like his landmark like babies that he's like crafted and honed into for like eight, nine, ten years. Like he said, like he thought of ever like he was like he went he like followed actors' social media, was like analyzing people who would be like perfect for these roles. Like he had a bunch of people already. He would like check them off, uncheck them off, like all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I don't know. I think it's gonna be a really good movie just because uh how much like how much like love he put into this movie you know yeah yeah if he spent eight years writing this movie that's an incredible amount of time to get everything right yeah exactly what i notice what i notice more often than not is scripts are rushed mm-hmm. they you know get pushed out in a matter of weeks right or or months and that doesn't give you enough time to like craft a really like compelling story with um with an overarching theme like where all these things come together at the end you know mm-hmm. if you have eight years this thing is going to be a tight script yeah and the, yeah yeah and the thing is like uh emma thompson the co-producer is also his wife mm-hmm. and she's also like she gives him feedback and stuff like that for the scripts and so I think that's just, like, a really good duo. You know what I mean? So, like, mm. oh, man, I'm super hyped for Tenet. Like, I don't know how... It's going to be so confusing or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that, like... Like, I think, like... I don't know. It may not be. Like, Inception is very confusing, but they, like, kind of tell you everything up front. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they tell you the rules and stuff like that in a very, like, cool type of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I just love like I just love movies that are more of like they can hold their own and they don't need to explain to me like what is going on and stuff like that. Like, I love that. Like, I love those type of movies ever since like I first saw Star Wars. Like, I love how well now Star Wars kind of ruined for me. But with <laughs> the original trilogy, I love how in Star Wars it's like, well, there's clearly something that happened in the past with this Darth Vader guy. Right. And and Mm -hmm. Luke and like Jedi and all this stuff. But this is just like, we're just thrown in this universe. Like this universe has existed for like a long time. This is just like a small piece of this like timeline. Like let's go for it. And that's what I loved about Inception was like, you don't get explained. Like how do they make the drugs for the dream stuff? How do people Mm -hmm. know about the dream stuff? Does the rest of the world know about it? Like uh, how long has this been going on for? Like none of that stuff is explained to you. It's like, this is just a small story, like in this universe. Mm-hmm. And I find that like really cool, and it, when it compels you to get like zoned, honed into that, that's when I get really interested. So maybe Tenant will be like yeah. really confusing, but maybe not. I don't know. He has a way of like explaining things pretty well, like uh, in his yeah. movies. You know, yeah. there's a with with storytelling. There's a certain amount of things that you need to tell the audience, and things that you don't need to. Mm. And you know, just like stuff like how those drugs work and things like that. It's totally unnecessary information, right? Um, you just need enough to understand like the rules of the world, right? And like how things are supposed to work. As long right. as everything works consistently with those rules, you're fine. Yeah, and that's what I kind of hate about movies nowadays. Is like I'll be like, like in a movie, I'll I'll be like, huh, like I wonder why, like I wonder, like I don't know, I can't think of an example right now, but I'll just be like, huh, I wonder why, like that that is the way it is. And then maybe like two or three minutes later, like almost like as if they heard me. They're like the main character, like just explains away like everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I hate that about movies nowadays, where like literally everything is explained to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like literally in like the most weird, like plot-driven like point ever. You know what yeah. I mean? Um. Yeah, I just think I think it's completely unnecessary in a lot of ways. It's like, well, storytelling is about conflict. It's about like character has a problem with a certain group and they have to solve it. Yeah. And if, like, detailing things about the world doesn't add to that, then it doesn't really need to be there. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's just, like, you, you only have three different types of conflict, and you have to craft it so that every piece of film supports a progression with that conflict. Right. Yeah, no, I totally, it's just, yeah. Um. Sorry, side note, I, I'm looking up an article here, but... Uh, apparently, uh, when all the actors came in for the script, they were lied to about what the script was about and also who the director was. And they went through a mm. regiment. They went through like a four week, like, like regimen of like reading a fake script 
before <laughs> it was revealed that it was a Christopher Nolan thing. And apparently Christopher Nolan is the only one that has an actual copy of the script. Apparently copies of the script are made for all the actors, but they are not allowed to leave uh, the building with their copy of the script. And apparently it is destroyed by Christopher Nolan personally. That's insane. Like, so like Robert Pattinson is saying that the script isn't real, but then it's saying here that he got locked in a room to read the script and then had to leave the script behind during like his auditions and then realized it was a fake script. And then also that when he tried to leave the actual building, he would get patted down and then Christopher Nolan would personally take the script from him and burn the script. So they would have to make a new copy of the script every single time. <laughs> and Christopher Nolan personally hand delivered the script to all the actors every single time they needed a copy of a script. So no one That's else ridiculous. got the script. So it hasn't been leaked at all. That is ridiculous. Like the worst, the, the most security I've ever seen with scripts is that the scripts are printed on red paper. And like you'd have a person's name or like email address that it was yeah. like delivered to. And so like it couldn't be photocopied. So you, if you put that right. like a red paper on a, on, a, on a Xerox machine, it would come out like completely black. Yeah. But like that's the most security I've ever seen on a script. Dude, that's actually like in <laughs> insane or whatever. Uh, they obviously it's being filmed in IMAX or whatever IMAX film camera 65 millimeter large format film stock in a Panavision six system 65. So obviously, uh, also the budget for this movie was $240 million. Jeez. Or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's actually insane. I'm actually looking like really looking forward to this movie or whatever, but yeah, the, there's like no idea there's so the rumors apparently are that not even Warner Brothers know what this movie's about because <laughs> it's like such a tight lock and key. It's like we don't know. Like apparently, some, it says here that some executives at Warner Brothers learned what the movie was about when the teaser trailer came out. Yeah, but how much do we really exactly. learn about the movie? Exactly. <laughs> that That's teaser. gonna be the only. Here's the thing too. I love about Christopher Nolan. Good or bad movie, right? His trailers do not expose anything. I hate movies. I hate movies nowadays that show the whole the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, and I don't know why people why like companies do that anymore. But it pisses me mm -hmm. off, dude. Like I feel like I don't I, have to watch yeah. the movie. And I love like Inceptions like trailers and like Tenant was like, oh, this is a this is a trailer. Like it's got me interested to want to go see the movie. You know. Yeah, and uh, I actually just saw a trailer recently today. I, I was watching um, 1917, mm. and there was a trailer for The Invisible Man. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. That entire trailer, like, it basically displayed the entire movie. Like, every single plot, yeah. like, what, what happens to each character, how the conflict gets solved. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. end of the movie, like, it's, it, it was completely mind-blowing to me. I'm like, I just saw the entire movie in two minutes. Yeah, and then you're just like, it's oh, like sick. you saw, you yeah. saw the reveal. You saw why he's invisible. You saw how he became invisible. You saw how he got rid of the invisible man. Yeah, it's it like, just, are you kidding me? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, it doesn't make sense to me at all why like trailers do that, dude. It pisses me off. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like, all right, well, thanks for saving me ten bucks. Yeah, seriously. Like, um, yeah, like I don't know, but uh. I don't know, maybe they just know that it's going to be bad. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess, you know, since we're on the topic of movies, and we probably can end it in a little bit, uh, did you see Sonic this weekend? Sonic came out this weekend. No. Uh, so, Sonic like, no. I actually heard good things about it. I didn't see it, and Dude, I'm debating I whether I, heard, I should. I heard that it came out with good things, too. Like, good, good reviews or whatever really surprising to me it was like whoa that came out of left field like a talking animal movie that's like amazing yeah um yeah apparently it made 57 million dollars this weekend wow. it's the highest grossing video game movie ever like so ever in the history of like video game movies you know there's a there's an interesting interesting metric to that like if you want to know how much a movie will make in its box office, mm. you take the opening weekend and you multiply it by three to four times, and that's mm. how much it'll make. Wow! In, in the total like box office, like million probably it'll make. It, it roughly could. let's say it could. Yeah. Yeah. If like it, it's in its entire run, wow. like if for like the month and a half to two months or however long yeah. it stays in theaters, 
it's possible it, it'll take between like Wait, three to four Wait, it's made 100. Times. Sorry, that's out of date. That was the first day, 54 million first day. This weekend, oh, it made 113 million. Damn. Dang, son, on a budget of 80 million. They've already recouped their money. What you're telling happen? me this, this what you're telling me a Sonic happened? movie's gonna make 300 million? What the crap just happened? What the crap just <laughs> happened, guys? <laughs> guys, you idiots out there, podcast <laughs> listeners, you guys are idiots. Dude, what did, how hard did James Martison and Jim Carrey carry this movie? Holy crap. It's, this is incredible, actually. What the heck? That's actually insane. Like, oh man, that's like. Dude, Okay, we're be so, missing out if we don't watch this. I know. I feel like I'm missing out too now. All of a sudden. Okay, here's the thing, man. We on this podcast we said that they purposely screwed up Sonic <laughs> on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. To then market the movie early to make there have be a backlash, so then they could make a ton of money at the box office. I think it's true now. I think they actually did this on purpose. Maybe it's possible. Like, how did so, Sonic initially get released so crappy looking and no one was like, um, like, no one was like, oh, yeah, like, this is bad. Like, none of the marketing team was like, oh, this is a bad character. I don't know. It's just <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, no, you don't don't you feel a little bit curious to see, like, what this movie would have looked like if we just had that little rap boy throughout the entire thing? Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks so... <laughs> I forgot that this image looks so... Just like I type in old Sonic versus new Sonic on Google Images, I forgot how bad this thing looked. Like, it's, actually. The thing is horrendous. Like, it actually... Like, how did that pass as Sonic? Like, I actually don't understand it. Like, the, and they... No, they had to have planned this so badly. It is really possible. It is totally possible, because, like, the trailer stuff... That is actually done separate from the movie itself. Right, So, yeah. like, when they work on the trailer shots, you're actually just kind of, like, focusing your efforts on those trailer shots and kind of, like, working on the movie, like, uh, on the side kind of thing. So, so um, you think that they used old Sonic for the trailer? Like, they made a, a, a first trailer of old Sonic. They showed it. It was, like, a bunch of backlash. Like, yeah, don't worry, guys. We'll fix it. But they already mm -hmm. had the new Sonic already in the movie. I don't know. It could be like, it could totally be like some sort of five head level like political play because I can't see like any studio approving that because that's just true. extra money. Yeah, that's, that's true. I don't like, know. That's um, a ballsy move. But if but, not, um, then they just spent a lot of overtime probably like redoing the whole movie and all the shots with the new yeah. Sonic. Well, I think that the the company that um, did the VFX for uh, Sonic actually shut down. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it was a great five-head play. So True. Okay, never mind. I don't know. Um, it's just actually crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty insane, like, what happened. Because I don't know of any other movie where there was so much backlash, they actually went back and changed the movie yeah. due to fan, like, comments. Yeah, it's actually, that's actually true. Like, that's actually crazy or whatever. I mean... 65% average on Rotten Tomato by critics. But it, but it has like but audience reviews are pretty good for it, I think. Let me see. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Wait, did Cats do that? Didn't like wasn't there like okay. this huge like 64% Oh, yes, Cats was garbage. 64% from um critics on Rotten Tomato, 94% by audience. What? Yeah. Wow. They loved this movie. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know. I once again, it this I feel like I'm just out of touch with the Is this this I feel like this is how this is how I felt with Parasite. <laughs> this is going to be the best movie of like 2020. This is going to be best picture. I'm going to call stop. it right now. <laughs> stop. This is act stop. This is not happening right now. This is actually ridiculous. Much to uh, my surprise, the live action Sonic has enough fun for kids and enough 90s nostalgia to make parents remember a simpler time and also subtle references that you would appreciate. Jim Carrey and Sega Genesis, Genesis were just the coolest. A stunningly above average video game adaptation. It's colorful, funny, filled with great performances and sets up its characters for a potential franchise I would be, I would be game to explore. What is going on? People are like asking for sequels. Wow. All right. You know what? Let's bring it on. Let's... <laughs> 
<laughs> a mildly entertaining diversion that will engage kids without boring adults. Compared to the uh, painfully anemic Doolittle and the cringe-inducing Mackie, it's a breath, breath of fresh air right now. A breath of fresh air? Really? They use those words? What the crap, you idiots? What are we doing right <laughs> now? Please tell me this is like a 4chan raid or like something, chat. Like, what is going? Like, what is actually going on or whatever? Okay, let's see like uh, like uh, actual like audience like like pleb like pleb reviews or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see or whatever. But um. I just finished watching the movie. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. Go see the movie if you were a fan of the game. Smile. Um, definitely an awesome movie. Can't wait to see part two with Tails. What the heck is going on? Um, yeah, wait, pe- people love pe- this movie. No, I think they're Tails. saying because you know, like Sonic and Hedgehog two had the video game had Tails in it. Yeah, I think that's what they mean. I don't think it. Means oh, that thought... Tails was in the movie or anything. Oh, okay, I was like, no. I was gonna say no, no, because it's like not that, yeah. If, they if definitely had, this... they didn't definitely didn't have a budget for that much CG. I mean, if, if <laughs> Tails was in this movie, I kind of would have liked to see like the scuffed Tails. Because yeah, that would have been scuffed Tails was in this or whatever. <laughs> um, the, the rat rat boy Tails. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude, that's crazy. This movie got so much good. Like, wow, yeah, it's it. Apparently, it's a decent movie. All right. I mean, you know what? Good for them. Uh, you know, yeah, I no, think good for them. I just think it's very surprising. This, yeah. Yeah. This totally. You know what? I I totally approve because this means that if other movies put out um something that you know fans disagree with and they change it, mm-hmm. it might actually make the studio a ton of money if they actually listen yeah. to the fans. Yeah. I think that's great. Um. Side note: You were saying Cat's got a twenty percent re- uh, critics review and fifty percent from audience. <laughs> but were... didn't Cat's get like a bunch of uproar uh because of the visual effects and didn't they go back and try to fix it i don't know maybe it just seems it just seems like it's like really really bad like people's reviews on it were like really bad like somebody was saying that i think like all these actors too were like locked in to like Mm -hmm. um they were locked into contracts so they were kind of forced to like do it or whatever yeah but yeah um, the characters felt awkwardly into a crack between animal and human, and the plot, which requires them to sing and dance in competition with the, one another, is sc- scarcely more convincing. It's because it's creepy the way they they filmed it. Yeah, they should not have filmed it the way they did it. Yeah, uh, it's just like pasted on a CG body, and that's like really, really weird. Yeah. Okay. Top one of the highest reviews. Cats is an adm- admirable failure. This exceedingly <laughs> strange furball of a movie is quite uh, intriguing in its plot, but barely explained enough for it to work. Instead, it makes you think that these crazy cats are in some kind of dangerous cult, and that and that was amusingly disturbing. The soundtrack is terrific, of course, with some songs being very catchy and memorable, and all these renditions are strong and so well sung. Each and every actor f- uh, from this impressive ensemble admittedly did a good job, and they truly did commit, but that also made it odd and inherently sad. The production design is terrific, but the CGI was so bad, and they should have gone the costume route instead. The entire story and format are obviously intended more for the animation medium, and I hope they go in that direction someday. Overall, Cats is a bad movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think oh, it's the CG. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those things where, like, they probably could have, like, they probably could have been saved by the Sonic route. If they had heard like people's complaints or whatever and been like, nah, dog, like, please stop, like, please stop. This is like awful. This looks awful. Like, they would be like, oh, my bad dog. And then change it. Maybe it would be a successful movie. Maybe they need to like release a trailer like even earlier and just say, like, hey, hey, guys, like, this is the movie we're we're working on. What do you think of it? And, uh, you know, just get some audience reactions. They're supposed to do that in like private groups, but they didn't really do that this time. Yeah, I mean those those private settings might be weird too because like they could be manipulated maybe. You know what I mean? To like bring in certain types yeah. of you know, they could sort pre-screen the people or it's like jury duty or whatever, right? Like they pre-screen you and stuff like that, right? It could be something like that they did maybe so that like people were more inclined to be like, "Oh yeah, that's good." You know what I mean? Yeah, they're supposed to be like impartial and stuff like that. They're supposed to be a little more honest, but like I can right. totally see but, them yeah. <laughs> gaming the system. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that's like with everything, but I mean, people are always going to be partial in some way, right? Like even slightly, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or like they might feel uh, hesitant to be honest because they're like, oh, if I give an honest, like horrible review, they might not invite me back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I might yeah, lose true. this job or something like that. It's like this really yeah. this weird sort of pressure to not make them angry, I guess. Yeah. It's like video game reviews and having like pre getting like pre-release copies. 
Yeah. Yeah. Video games. But exactly. Cats just looks awful. Honestly, I always thought the story of Cats was stupid, so I didn't think the movie was going to be that great to be fair. <laughs> so I wasn't like really thinking much about it, but I I was I was very surprised that it it was that bad, like that badly reviewed. Yeah, yeah, you know I was really I mean? surprised. It came out of nowhere too. I don't, I don't know if that was a a movie that people wanted to see. Yeah, musicals are always hard to like can kind of convince unless you do them like really, really, really good, like really yeah. well. Like I think like the only one that I I've, I've heard of in like the last like probably like ten like ten years or whatever uh, that's like really good that people really like is like uh, what's that movie called like La La Miz or whatever that movie's called. You know what I'm talking about? The Miserable. Yeah, that one. Um, like mm-hmm. that one I think like was pretty good. And then I think like Phantom of the Opera when that was a movie I heard that one was pretty good. But I'm I'm just not mm. a musical guy. Musicals piss me off. So <laughs> That's some strong words. No, like they, they don't just like you don't just like them. No, they you just like despise they, them. They despise. I just okay. This is look. I liked mus. I liked musicals when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. This is when I think of musicals. I think of Disney movies, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I think Disney movies are fine. I think they're great. I enjoy them. But they're only like 60 minutes long, and the singing is like kind of fun and stuff like that. And I enjoyed that as a kid. I have grown up now, and I have continued. And I and what I want from a movie is I want it to be a movie driven by story plot. So what I hate about movies is that whenever I'm getting into a move into a musical or into a movie, like let's say La Miz or whatever these other movies are, I don't even remember the last musical I ever saw. They just break out in this stupid song and dance for the next five to six minutes with the same core verse, chorus, chorus repeating about something, and I don't care. <laughs> and I hate it. I actually hate it. Like I actually get pissed off. Yeah, because the like right way to do it. Like I'm just like, like I, I can't even give you an example of a good movie that does like a movie that does this because I just don't watch musicals. I just don't enjoy them. But like the character will be like, dude, like okay, like Annie or something like that. Like I think like I can, like Annie for example. She's like, man, this sucks. Like I just wish there was like somebody here that could like adopt me. Like oh, you know what? Like these rich people are coming. Like maybe I'll be able to do stuff. Like I really hope that like things are gonna dun 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 dun. It's a hard knock life for <laughs> it's like seven minutes of that, right? And it's just like. <laughs> Just no, progress the story, please. Like progress the story. You just sidetrack the whole story. Like in my in my opinion, musicals when the music actually comes on, sidetracks me. It's like a detour I don't want to go on. <laughs> We're gonna be getting hate mail from Bollywood oh. now. Okay. Everyone send their hate mail to me, not Pixel, because Pixel hasn't expressed his opinion on it. I hate musicals <laughs> though, so it's fine. Continue. <laughs> I think there's a right way to do musicals. I think they're really, really rare. I think, um, yeah. wasn't it like a year ago that, um, what's that one movie that was like set in LA or something like that? It was a musical. Um, it, it won Best Picture, I think. Oh yeah, I saw it. It was the one with Ryan Gosling, right? I, I think it was. I never saw it. But like, there's a place for musicals. I think a lot of people still enjoy them, but it's like really, really hard to find one that can connect um with people yeah, no i feel you. and like i agree with you if they're just breaking the song and dance and they do nothing and there's no progression of the story that's a bad are you talking about la la land la la land yeah yeah that's, that's 2016 yeah 2016 yeah yeah Four just go really yeah, Jeez. apparently i don't okay. think i saw this i don't think it was i don't know i yeah maybe i haven't seen this one i see i didn't see it why because i hate musicals <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you mean, though, for sure. It just musicals are just not my thing, you know. Some yeah. people, some people like genres of music. Some people love country music. It's not my thing. So, sometimes they might have like you know like um good music, good songs, and stuff like that, and you know that's good enough for me. Like uh, yeah. Greatest Showman. I think I still need to watch that one with uh, Hugh Jackman. I have no clue what that movie is, but okay, sure. It's uh, I think about like um the circus or something like that i can't i can't i don't know okay um but i gotta watch it but like yeah i totally agree with you when they bring in a song breaking the song and dance and they have absolutely no reason to do so and they're just singing they they really need to progress the story with yeah the song song usually doesn't progress the story it just brings me on like this weird detour that goes like this and then it still goes back to point b where they were supposed to go anyway so i don't like that i also in my opinion maybe i don't i don't watch a lot of good musicals but 
I don't like it when it's the musical. Obviously, the focus is on the music and not the story. So for me, I don't like musicals because the story is usually meh, right? And the mm-hmm. thing people always talk about is the music. Yeah. Right? So I like story-driven stuff. So for me, musicals are just, yeah, they're not for me. Okay. Well, here, here's another one. Like, what about Pitch Perfect? I don't Have like it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I don't think I would count Pitch Perfect as a musical, though. Would you count? Would that be counted as a musical? I think it would be. There's so much music in no, it with the character, no, 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 no. with the character singing. No. I I don't like Pitch. I don't like Pitch Perfect. I don't like Step Up. I don't like uh, Bring It On. I don't like any of those type of movies. <laughs> and the reason being, Drumline, Drumline. The reason being is, I don't understand these. They're just so. They're, the plots of the movies are so bad, right? The plots of the movies are like we is like we can solve everything through dance, or like we can solve everything through like singing or whatever dumb logic it is or whatever it just pisses me off man it just makes me so upset like it's just so bad that like it's just like hey we got racial racial tension like in our community like it's like yeah like you guys like these types of people have to dance on this side of the warehouse and these people have to dance on that side of the warehouse but oh look the new girl comes into town and she dances on both sides of the warehouse what's up with that <laughs> and then, like there's like some dance battle that like Make, <laughs> makes them realize that they're all the same and that dance is like the one thing that brings people together and it doesn't matter about like any backgrounds i don't it's just stupid dude it just you i just, just you, dumb i don't like that you just described that entire genre of movies yeah i literally described that like, like, where he's a thug and she's a ballerina but like they you know she realizes that like but like, he gains respect for ballet and she gains re- respect for like his urban dancing or something like together they're not so different people you and i and, ugh. <laughs> I know. So yeah, Pitch Perfect, like those type of movies, nah, not my thing, man. I can stu- I'll All watch right. them. I will stomach them, but will I search out for them? Will I go out for them? Heck no. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. There's nothing wrong with like you know saying this genre is not for me. Yeah. Like if I there's like a whole uh, yeah, genre so of like don't supernatural me. romance and yeah, I don't don't care bombard for that. me chat or like uh, emails or anyone you guys okay it's fine that I don't like this all right we can have differences and still be friends all right don't be all weird on me <laughs> no it's just yeah they're not my uh, musicals are not my thing sorry man I'll never go see a musical with you no I'm missing out man. <laughs> Uh, like if it's like like you know I'll stomach it and stuff like that. It's just not like the thing that like I'll go out for. But like if a girl wants to go to a musical and I'm really I really like her, okay. You know if my daughter really wants to go see a musical or something, okay. Like I'll go see mm-hmm. it for her. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, this is sick. But I'll put on a you know I'll put on a neutral face and be like, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I can stomach it, but I'm not. You know, it's just not something that like me personally like I'm really into. Fair enough. You know, so. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all we should talk about tonight, because otherwise we're going to get death threats from (laughs) drama theater people or something. I don't know. That's probably a good place to leave off on. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me as well. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to our rants about the Academy Awards and a bunch of random movies. Uh, We're probably going to (laughs) go see Sonic soon, because I feel like that's something that I need to go see, because I'm missing out on or whatever. I don't know how I need is. to do. I need yeah. to do this. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand either. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week for another episode of No Content. Hopefully, a little bit more earlier uh, as well. But uh, yeah, see you guys later. Peace. See you guys.